Welcome to Wisdom's Echo. This is Origin Gates, and my name is Lindy with a thought for the day. Today I'm going to be talking about the fact that I am the earth or creation's ceiling, that whatever happens in creation happens because I am the ceiling or the springboard from which creation is able to jump into the fullness or the restoration of everything that it's supposed to be. I want to read a scripture from Ecclesiastes chapter 3 and verse 11. It says, he has made everything beautiful or appropriate in its time. He has also set eternity in their heart without the possibility that mankind will find out what the work which God has done from the beginning even to the end. I know that there is nothing better for them than to rejoice and do good in one's lifetime. I was just thinking about Romans chapter 8. All of creation is groaning and waiting after being subjected, not willingly, but because Yahweh has subjected it to what? Into the subjection that came through the fall. Why? So that it was waiting for the manifestation of the sons and the sons being released, the glory of the sons being released so that creation can turn back into its original intent. So the creation is literally waiting for you and I to go, hold on. I don't have to go marching down the street and picketing and shouting and, and doing whatever I want to do. And if I start to manifest it through the glory of God that is on the inside of me, and I, my glory begins to manifest. Creation turns its attention towards me. And in my government as a son, creation begins to turn back to its original intent. And that is really what we're looking for, not to put creation right, not to fix what is wrong, to make it back turn it back, fix it back to its original intent, not the one we have right now. It's original intent. So it's an even bigger mandate on us is to put it back into its original responses to Yahweh and to the breath of Yahweh and to the breath of the Ruach as they brooded over the earth. I was reading up on just some things to do with creation and air and breath, and it said this, every outbreath is mirrored by the in-breath of a plant and vice versa. So every out-breath that I have is mirrored by the in-breath of a plant and vice versa. We know that they've taken the carbon dioxide and release oxygen and vice versa. Think about that. Every out-breath that I have is mirrored by plants around me, their in-breath and vice versa. So plants are the other half of our lungs. I breathe in, I breathe out, and they breathe in, and they breathe out. They breathe in what I breathe out, and and then expand and breathe out what I breathe in. So they are the other half of my lung. This really made me excited. What was my purpose in all that I was supposed to do, in all that I am placed to do here on the face of the earth, is to become one with that which Yahweh has created around me. So every breath I take, contributes to the countless lives that are coming after me. In other words, as I breathe in and out and creation breathes in and out, plants breathe in and out and they create more plants and more foliage and more of creation uh, responds to who I am. I'm actually already beginning to affect countless generations that are coming after me. Now, I know that with global warming and the things that are going on with with pollution, etc., that we are also on the converse side doing bad things. But I'm really wanting to focus on how do we fix this without having to pick it 
and mock, march down to the governor's office and, and, you know, demand that things change. I believe that this is one of them is that as I began or begin to react as a son, as a, as a son that is a light being that carries the glory of Yahweh, the plants will actually react in kind. So we will have the plants around us reacting to all that we're doing. So, when I am at my home, the frequency that I carry in the realms of the kingdom, the frequency that I carry in worship, in prayer, in my meditations before Yahweh, the plants actually recognize the frequency and wait for me to do what I'm doing to do the frequency, to, to respond to my frequency again and again and again. Why? Because the Bible says if I won't worship, even the trees will clap their hands, the rocks will cry out. I've had many occasions on my property when I bought it, it was a really broken property and and, and the land was broken. There, there was nothing growing. And as I'm recording right now, I'm looking out of my window and it's just so luscious and full and it's just so full of foliage. When we, when we began to plant, I said, I want to get the birds back. I want to get the butterflies back and the bees back. I didn't realize when I started to respond to creation on my land that my neighbor's creation was going to respond as well. And I had to call the neighbor a while ago and say, I need to just show you something. Your tree is moving into my yard. And it was literally scooting across the boundary line through a very strong concrete wall, cracking the wall so that I had about a two centimeter crack and moving to my house. And then everything started leaning over the wall. At one point I said, look, you're going to need to cut this tree down because it's resting on my shed and it's going to break the shed. And he said, I don't even know why I have this tree because it grows on your side of the yard and not mine. So it literally was planted in his side, went over the wall and then grew on my side. And I've had this happen many, many, many times in many places that I've lived where creation responds. What is it responding to? It is responding to my frequency. It is responding to me as the ceiling through which and by which it is going to respond and go back to its original intent. It's literally waiting. It says it was put into subjection, not willingly, but why? So that it could be released into the glory of the sons. Now we also are waiting to, in our flesh to be released into the glory of, of being uh, sons of Yahweh. So every breath I take contributes to the countless lives that are coming after me because I begin to change and breathe. My breath breathes into creation, which creates around me. And in my property, there was so much destruction, both in the land and so much conflict in the family that owned the house that we bought, that the land had died, the plants had died and nothing prospered. And we had to literally dig up even the grass and begin to replant and redig and respeak to the land. And now it's so luscious. I keep having to get tree fellers in because we need to cut back a wee bit. And I talk to the trees. I say, look, I've got to cut you back, but it's because it's good for you. And they're okay with that. So we, when we breathe through the veil, as we go through the veil of his flesh, Hebrews chapter 10, verse 19, 20 speaks about going through the new and the living way by which we enter into the throne of grace. And that is through the veil of his flesh. I then push my face into the veil of his flesh, arcing with my spiritual body. At that place, I breathe in the breath of heaven. And then I breathe it out again into creation. I bring, come back through the veil of his flesh and I go, and I breathe it back into creation, breathing the breath of heaven. So my vibration is a combination of how I feel, how I think, and how I act. 
That's my vibration. And it is picked up in creation around me. Remember, you're the earth ceiling. You're your house's ceiling. If your stuff around you is breaking and, and stuff isn't doing well, your car, your microwave or whatever it is that you have in your home and it's breaking, it's because there is a frequency that goes out and then everything responds to it. Now, sometimes it's because it's old. Fix it. But my vibration is a combination of how I feel, think, and act. So my re- my reality will begin to change on the inside and the outside of who I am. My reality of who I think I am begins to change everything on the outside of me as well as on the inside of me. So I need to feel grateful for this version of myself. One of the things that I do as a pastor and a minister of the gospel is that I'm on constantly teaching kingdom. And what am I teaching? I'm constantly teaching who we are to mature, to be in sovereignty, to walk in love, the four chambers of love, to be the full version of who you were created to be. Remember, he's made everything beautiful in its time and set eternity in my heart. I know who I am, and that's one of my greatest things is you must come to a place of knowing who you are. When you do, I begin to feel grateful for this version of myself. I've got to, sadly, to a place in my life when I get older where I go, I'm really happy with who I am. I wish I felt this way when I was 20 and 25, 17. I wish I was grateful for the this version of myself. But as I've matured in Yahweh, um, are there things to change? Of course there are. And I take them in my stride without any condemnation. But I am grateful for this version of me. And when I become grateful for this version of me, do you know that everything around me responds in the same manner? Everything around me begins to respond in the same gratitude, in the same gratefulness. Everything around me starts to feel grateful for itself for what it is supposed to do. And so now I live in a luscious forest of a garden. Why? Because I'm grateful for my home. I'm grateful for the opportunity to fix it. I'm grateful for who I am. I'm grateful for Yahweh. And as I breathe out, my plants breathe in. And as they breathe out, I breathe in. They become my second lung. And I become the ceiling. And my ceiling is super high. And so creation is able to reach well beyond a limitation of being under corruption, under the sun, under the corrupt formation of what is going on in the world, my creation around me is able to reach out far above that. So the reality of what you want to experience already exists. You just need to look at it with gratitude. Remember, I'm grateful for this version of myself. And the reality of what I want to experience already exists. Yahweh knows the pathways he's chosen. He just hopes I'll pick the right ones or the nice ones or the ones that are expedient for me. And so the reality of what I want already exists. All I've got to do in gratitude, sweetness of spirit, excitement, turning my faces into Yahweh, all I have to do is turn into that reality and I will begin to walk into all of the experiences of what I really, really, really push for in uh, this being a one new man. It already exists there. And I will turn my face into it and the reality of it exists already. And I will look at it with gratitude and then begin to attain it, go into it. Now, the sky isn't the limit. You do know that the sky isn't the limit. Your belief system is your limit. Your belief system is your limit. My belief system in my, my land, my belief system in all that I do, that's my limit, not the sky. Because the sky is a place where I just love to look into the sky, love to 
transcend into realms of the kingdoms. There's never a limit for me. And so the mystery of the whole of the, of, of the universe is embedded in the body of a human. I saw this on the news once. It said they realized that, they, that human beings' bodies carried within them the building blocks of stardust, that we were, we were made out of the stars. And I went, oh, they nearly got it right. Hallelujah. The mystery of the universe is embedded within the body of a human being because we, our human bodies are created out of the dust of the earth and then created uh, in Genesis chapter five, created in his image. And so that all is embedded in him, which is then embedded in me. Can you believe that? The mystery of the universe is embedded in me. All I've got to do is expand. And as I expand, creation expands based on Yahweh's expansion. So when Yahweh expands within himself, because he's constantly creating, then I too expand. And then so does creation expand because my body expands with him because I'm found in him. In him, I live and move and have my being. I sit with Yeshua HaMashiach. I'm seated with him in heavenly places. When he and the Father expand, I expand. When I expand, creation expands. So we're all expanding within each other because creation, universal mysteries are embedded on the inside of me. So really speaking, I'm just actually unaware of how important I am in all that Yahweh is doing made a little lower than Elohim. It doesn't say angels in scripture, it actually is Elohim. I haven't become aware of how important I am. If if creation around me is my second lung, I breathe out, it breathes me, my breath in. Have I realized how very important I am in all that Yahweh is doing on the face of the earth? And so our bodies adjust and move every time Yahweh creates new stars, new systems, um, because the universe comes out of the heart of God. The universe comes out of all that he's thinking, all that he's doing is within him. And if I'm within him, every time there's an expansion, I expand because I'm in him. In him I live, in him I move, in him I have my being. So when he expands, you know, God is a ever moving horizon. He's not static. He's not an old man sitting on a chair going, well, I've done everything I was ever going to do. I'll just wait for everybody to come up here and then we can all just sit together and talk and have some lovely things to eat. He's always expanding. And so when he's expanding and creations, multiverses and dimensions are expanding within him, creation therefore begins to expand, not just what's on the earth, but outside of it. Therefore, I also expand. And so too on the earth. Creation is waiting. It is groaning, waiting for the manifestation of the glory of the sons. Come on, sons. It's time for us to embrace who we are, to embrace the glory of Yeshua HaMashiach on the inside of us and to begin to expand our hearts and our spirits so that we can become fully manifested sons of glory. I am the earth ceiling and there is no limit. Yod Hey Vav Hey. We thank you, Father, for the ability to expand with your creation.